time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Jordan Herrick, syndicated columnist whose work appears in more than 100 newspapers. By nature a cynic, a disbeliever. Caught for the moment by a lovely vision. He knows the vision he's seen is no dream. She is Pamela Morris, renowned movie star, whose name is a household word and whose face is known to millions. What Mr. Herrick does not know is that he has also just looked into the face of the Twilight Zone. Episode number 143 of the Twilight Zone was Queen of the Nile. And uh, Sean, I like to to uh, think that this whole crisis could have been averted if if only uh, this woman would have had a, a class with Walter Jameson. <laughs> uh, That's a good call. I, never, I didn't think of that. <laughs> because, you know, for those of you... Well, I mean, if you're watching... If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that there's a, a, an earlier episode of the Twilight Zone called Long Live Walter Jake Jameson, which is basically the same thing. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a, a story that has been told before. <laughs> Except like this has a happier ending for the, the, the person, the, the immortal person versus the person that finds out they're immortal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I I wonder if uh, if if uh, Rod Serling like was was just like you know what since we did uh, long live Walter Jameson I you know I've thought of ways to improve it so screw <laughs> it I'm gonna do it again if uh, I'm sure this isn't the only um, I don't know it it seems like he wrote a story and then had like one person win and then like cut print and then had the other side win cut print. Walter Jemison, Pamela Morris. That, that that's true. So uh, this one uh, is following columnist Jordan Herrick, and, and shut. I know that the '60s were a different time, but for some reason, like that just jumped out at me. Like, why is a columnist creeping around a movie star? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. You know, maybe he was writing for, uh, you know, Movies Today or Cinema Weekly. You know, one of those big papers back in the forties, sixties. <laughs> it would it would be back in the back in the sixties. Um, although I I guess we don't know. Uh, you know, like I, I assume it's it's supposed to be you know present day for the Twilight Zone, but it could have been uh, could have been taking place another time. Although I think she. She points a picture of her, you know, of her in the '40s, and uh, so you know they're kind of implying that that was a while ago. And they do kind of like this is very in keeping in the uh, in the Twilight Zone <laughs> theme. But I, she plays like uh, an actress in her late '30s, which is not mm -hmm. necessarily supposed to be ancient, but it's definitely supposed to be up there. Which you know, I right. guess even in 2023 it is, but. Um, I don't know. I just thought they kind of made her seem a little older. It is, it is not. It is not up there, Sean. It is just <laughs> getting started. Darn right. Um, no, I mean there, there actually are a couple moments where or I, I think, like at the beginning, where where she's talking about being thirty eight, and and they're they're speaking of that like it's just ancient. It's like, oh, you look good for being that old. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's uh not quite as ancient as 60 that that old decrepit grandmother was in that one episode years and years ago, but uh yeah, the uh so the older woman here is supposed to be 70 and that <laughs> that seems about right. I Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that that's that big of a stretch. <laughs> so uh, Jordan is uh, is interviewing her for some reason, um, you know. I guess uh, for some reason he has to do a column on the fact that a movie star just looks really young. And so, he's a Chicago columnist, so you'd think that, is. like, I don't know, uh, was like Chicago the Hollywood of the forties? <laughs> uh you know, actually, not the '40s, but in the silent era, it actually was. Really? Um, yeah, like uh, there, there was a big, uh, there was a big studio here in Chicago, and uh, a ton of silent movies were done here uh, before. Eventually, you know, the whole thing moved out west. But uh, yeah, I think like even like Charlie Chaplin and and things like that, they were they were here in Chicago at one point. Man, silent movies, H.H. Holmes, you guys got everything. Right? Like every uh, every 20 years or so, there's a there's a reason to stop by Chicago. Other than that, you know, because, you know, you got H.H. Uh, Holmes, then, you know, like the, the bull. The, well, yeah. So. So. OK, so let's work back. You got the bulls in the 90s. Uh -huh. Uh, you go back 60s. To, you had the de the DNC riots. Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> You know the the 40s the cubs were actually good mm. like late 30s early 40s the cubs were good um yeah so so yeah like once a generation the shitty <laughs> this the city really really shines that's that's <laughs> yeah. and now in 2020 we got you <laughs> basically yes that that's what we're reduced to here in chicago <laughs> the, the the sign of the airport says home of keith conrad we're sorry <laughs> um so he's uh, he's talking to this woman, and they uh, they they seem to uh, they seem to get along quite famously, and uh, because of that, uh, the old woman uh, intervenes and basically says, "You don't want to be around this woman," right? And um, <clears throat> so uh, Pamela, uh, the uh, the the ancient thirty eight year old, she says that uh, the the old woman is her mom. Uh, Mrs. Draper, which I like to think she's like Don Draper's. Mother. Oh, of course. Of the, course. the timing would be about right. <laughs> um, but uh, she says, uh, you know, leave and never come back, which, by the way, he doesn't, which is never a good strategy in the Twilight Zone. Always listen to the old lady. Um... Really, anybody who says leave and don't come back in the Twilight Zone just go ahead and leave and don't come back. That is the that is the audience's entry into into the show. Listen to that person. It's like if you didn't know something was something bad was going to happen to that person, just because by virtue of the fact that they're on the Twilight Zone to begin with, once somebody says leave and don't come back and they don't, you know they're, they're boned. <laughs> it's always going to be sound advice. <laughs> it is yes. But uh, but he decides not to. He actually goes on a date with uh, Pamela. He doubles down, and uh, and and then he he decides that you know he's going to tell Pamela, hey, you know your mom was saying uh, weird things about you, 
And, um, uh, you know, she basically says, hey, you know, my mom's crazy. Don't listen to her. And so he reads that. Nearly 70. Yeah, nearly 70. Ancient. Like, should have, should have, a normal person would have died decades ago, right? (laughs) Um, And so, uh, but but Jordan's not quite convinced. So he reaches out to his editor in uh, in Chicago and he takes a break from all the news, uh, you know, in in the uh, in in the movie and theater world in Chicago, to uh, research this thing um, <clears throat> for him, and he uh, he basically finds. A, uh, I don't I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, there was a uh, silent movie version of the Ten Commandments. Oh no, I didn't know that. And I believe Charlton Heston was actually so old that he was actually Moses in that one too. <laughs> um, so it's basically the same thing. Like it turns out that, uh, you know, this woman's claim to fame was uh, uh, Queen of the Nile. And it turns out that, oh, by the way, there was a silent version. And lo and behold, the act, the actress that was playing the lead role in Queen of the Nile looks just like uh, Pamela. It's almost as if it's the same person, Keith. Well, I mean, the the uh, the editor, <laughs> the the crack editor, doesn't want to uh, jump to any conclusions, so he says, oh, God, hey, no. they're, playing the, they're playing the same character. They've got the same makeup on, so yeah, they they look similar. But uh, you know, who's to say they're actually the same person? Aside from the fact that it's the Twilight Zone, and the old woman said, "Leave and don't come back." That <laughs> should have been a pretty good indication. Um, I mean, the the audience is pretty. Like, I mean, I would imagine, and even if you're watching this, you know, back in 1964, like mm-hmm. you kind of, you, you see where this episode's going. You can, you can, well, I, I would assume, yeah, that, that, uh, uh, something's going to go wrong for somebody. I mean, I actually don't remember seeing this one before, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't I, remember it too well. Um, I, I'm sure I probably did, but it wasn't one that, uh, that really jumped out at me. And uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to end badly for her or for him, but I knew it was going to be one of them. <laughs> one of the two. Uh, yeah, and, and I and I think I was probably you know thinking it was going to go certainly it was going to be really lazy this week, and it was just going to be the same ending as Long Live Walter Jameson. That's uh, actually what I was expecting too, um, because you know it's it's usually usually the quote unquote bad guy gets gets their comeuppance. In the mm-hmm. Twilight Zone, not always, of course, but usually more often than not. Well, I mean, you don't know she's the bad guy, you know. True. You don't want to don't want to make assumptions. I mean, she she you don't know what she was using her uh, her near or immortality for. She may have been. That's a good point. Uh, she could be have researched the cure for cancer. Yeah, or invented a longer lasting light bulb or something. You know, true, very true. Something, Something of use to humanity that that would have been nice. Um, but so if, if you were immortal, what what would like you you knew you didn't have to worry about anything? What's what's the first thing you're gonna you're gonna try out? Oh man, um, assuming like not like completely immortal, like indestructible. Well, yeah, I mean, we haven't run into anybody who's actually indestructible. Like it's just man. you're not In- going to. It, it's just. You're not going to age. You're going to uh, have all the time you want to do anything, unless you get hit by a bus or, or yeah, uh, something. Oh man, uh, you know, I if I if I were indestructible, I'd say skydiving because I'm way too chicken to do that. Uh, but I've always wanted to. Um, you know, 
gosh, I don't know, maybe, uh, gosh, write a book. <laughs> like uh, actually take, take, take the time to write a book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're like me, it would take like five or six years. So you, you might, you might need to become immortal to do that. I didn't know you wrote a book. Is that uh, available anywhere right now? Uh, it, it is. It's, it's a righteous bite. It's available, uh, at uh, Eckhart's Press and uh, also at Amazon in uh, state-of-the-art ebook and uh, an audiobook format. But if you if you want a print book, which I highly recommend, not because the royalties that I get are are bigger from that, but because I mean you want to have a, a physical book. So you like you the tactile experience. It's it's exactly. More, yeah. Yeah. You, you get you get you feel more of a connection to the to the material that way exactly yeah you, you just you need to get the the full experience so so get a get get a full book and and you know i'll get uh i'll get more royalties and everybody will be happy there you go um i think uh how about yourself yeah I, i'm 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 thinking I, you know it's probably just like you know i i if i was indestructible I mean, yeah, I, I might think about doing the skydiving thing, but then if you're indestructible, what, what's what's the point? You know, like unless I actually have true, to jump very out of true, very true. It's on fire or something. What do I care? There's not going to be much thrill to it because I know that nothing's going to happen. If I were indestructible, I'd go over there to Russia and tell give old Vladimir a piece of my mind. See, that that would be a, a good one. Um, but just immortal, you know. I, I think I just want to learn as much as i possibly could yeah sure <clears throat> take a whole lot of trips take a whole lot of trips uh um now the, here's the thing like from a purely practical standpoint would it be easier or more difficult to live forever because you know like like right now you could you save you st stash away some money in your 401k fully knowing that that's not going to last you forever yeah yeah like, you got you got 30 years and then eventually you're just running out of money so but like i know i know in every vampire story they've had so much time that they just have all this they have all of the money because they, they've been able to let their stock portfolio just sit in robin hood and just you know just, just gain interest that's really it you got to make some smart investment decisions I yeah think, before you so, reach some uh, some low volatility etfs you're you're 100%. good to know good to go forever um in the case of uh pamela she just lives off the royalties from queen of the nile that's yeah that's all, all she wants to do Seems so to be trainer, uh, right so so jordan uh you know eventually puts two and two together realizes hey something weird's going on here <laughs> and it's always a great idea when you learn that about somebody to immediately confront them oh yeah oh yeah I mean, like don't take any time to think about it Mace Windu, he goes Leroy Jenkinson right into Palpatine's <laughs> office. Oh, he really uh, did. You know, it, it's always it's always going to end well. As soon as you, <laughs> them, you know that they've been hiding a secret for years. They're going to be thrilled to have you discover it. Catch them off guard. It, it, exactly. Yeah. So he decides to confront her with it, and uh, basically she decides to yeet him out of existence. <laughs> uh, apparently they they never really explain what's uh what's going on here except she puts a beetle on him somehow like that beetle uh sucks his life energy out and presumably that 
life force is then used to keep her young. They that's did. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I understood too. And I thought that they actually did a pretty good job, like, you know, with using the tools that they had with that little, like, uh, um, <clears throat> as he got older and, you know, more decrepit and stuff like that, and eventually turned into a, a, a corpse. They did a good job with that. You know, that might be the whole reason they decided to do this entire episode because, <laughs> you know, like the, the effects for that were actually just like a little bit better than long live Walter Jameson because he yeah. dies exactly the same way. Uh, yeah, so I think like, like I, I think the props department was like, hey, if we had that episode to do all over again, we could do much better with the turning better. Into, into dust effect. And Serling was like, I got gotcha. you. I got this. <laughs> Everybody knows Pamela Morris, the beautiful and eternally young movie star. Or does she have another name, even more famous? An Egyptian name from centuries past. It's best not to be too curious, lest you wind up like Jordan Herrick, a pile of dust and old clothing, discarded in the endless eternity of the Twilight Zone. Cabotron?